Hello, this is Dr. Robert Carl, and I'm reporting for Religion Unplugged. And I'm meeting this morning with Ambassador Sharon Rapator Palji. She is the Israeli ambassador to Latvia, and she is going to be talking to us about Holocaust education in Latvia. Okay. Yeah, my mother is Latvian, and she 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 has uh, she unfortunately is is, is uh, deceased, but oh, but um, she, I still have relatives here. Okay. Were you? Did you grow up here? Or? I did not. No. Okay. In fact, I've only been to. I was only here thirty years ago. So, okay. and uh, you know, I'm 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 a religion professor in the United States. Um, I'm very interested in. I, I've I've been fascinated by uh, Ju Judaism and Jewish communities. Um, I wrote an article in uh, about Guatemala, mm -hmm. about the um, yeah, <laughs> and also in, in Kenya, in Nairobi. Nairobi is fascinating. The synagogue is mostly African converts. They wouldn't have a minion if it weren't for the converts. So you have Africans who, most of them are kind of Pentecostal Christians, uh -huh. but they like Judaism, they like Israel because of their theology. Very interesting. And so gradually they, they adopted Judaism. And... Um, are you connected to Judaism? You're you know, I am not. You're not. Okay. You're just I'm interested. A, I'm a uh, Methodist, yeah. just okay. Protestant Christian. But I'm, yeah, I've always, I've always been interested in yeah. Judaism, and um, I think what's interesting to me about Judaism, especially Orthodox Judaism, is they create a counterculture. I think that liberal societies need to make space for people who are illiberal. I see. And, and I think, you know, because you can't say Orthodox Jews are liberal. No. But they, <laughs> but they also, but they also um, can thrive even in a liberal society because they create a counterculture. So I think that's very interesting to me, it sociologically. Is it is. And I think also in Israel, it's a big debate. Yeah, you know how we handle, and it's not just ultra orthodox. There's so many currents, or, or, or you know, um, mm -hmm. different within Judaism. Like you have the very Zionist Judaism, mm -hmm. you have the ultra orthodox, you have the let's say traditionalist, you have the secular, you have yeah. you know the whole spectrum. I think yes. how we all live together is a constant challenge. Yeah, but it's working. Yeah. So yeah, well, I grew up in New York, and where in New York? Well, I grew up upstate, but oh. I, you know, in in, in New York, um, big Jewish community, yeah. and, and all same big spectrum yeah. of of uh, beliefs. Um, of course, when I was a boy, I don't know if you read The Chosen. It's a novel. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah that's a it's still a very popular novel. My in the father States. is also from New York. Yeah, he actually gave me the book. Yeah, so I read it. Yes. <laughs> really, it's okay, like from yes. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I assign it to my students because it's it's a good book for college age students because it's about teenage boys. Yeah, and it's a good book for boys because yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> okay, so, great. So I so yeah. Now I I how long have you been here? Now almost two years. Yeah, and yeah. Um, how do you like Riga? 
I really like Riga. Me too. Yes. <laughs> First of all, it's a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. Really beautiful. Um, it's very, you know, I think everything in Latvia is very well kind of, uh, very aesthetic, very yeah. welcoming. Uh, it's not very crowded, very clean yeah. air, you know. But it took me a while to get used to with the weather because coming mm -hmm. from Israel, the winter here is much you know, harsher than Israeli winter. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And plus we have good relations with Latvia. You know, it's, so it also yeah. plays in. It's, it's a big part of my life as well. Why do you have good relations with Latvia? I think, first of all, we have a very strong people-to-people -people connection. And I'm constantly surprised by it. You know, being here uh, for two years now, every time I discover I don't know, this person has family in Israel, they have friends, many have been to Israel. Mm -hmm. um, I speak to Israelis and so many of them, also in the foreign ministry when I was appointed to Latvia. So my director was born in Latvia and she left when she was 10. And the president advisor, his family is from Latvia. The president's family <laughs> is from Latvia. So we have these very- The president. The president Herzog, his mother. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like Herzog. So we have a lot, really, really, very strong people-to-people -people connection. And Israel was uh, established an embassy here already in 1992. Mm -hmm. You know, so very early on. And I'm sure you know that Latvia doesn't have an embassy in each and every country, but in Israel they have one since 1995. And I think it also indicates how they see their relation, that it's important for both people. We also have a Latvian diaspora in Israel. We have Jewish community here. So I think these elements are very strongly connecting us. And then we're also relatively small countries. Yes. Who live in challenging environments. Yes. You know, and I think Latvians um, appreciate Israel's capability and its resilience in the society. When it comes to Israel's independence and, and the security threats that we're facing. And of course, we see that Latvia is also facing very similar challenges these days. Of course, Latvia fought for a very long time for its own independence, being conquered by so many different foreign, you know, yep. um, countries. And, and, and still, they're a very, you know, proud country. And now with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, of course, that's given rise to so many fears that, that Latvia is next. And it's amazing because they've actually been very successful in my point of view, and also mobilizing others and making EU countries realize that this is a real threat. Yes. That took them some time, but, yes. but they but, were quite... But Israel does not take a position, right? You usually conflict? Don't. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that because we very clearly stated on all levels that we are against the Russian invasion yeah. of Ukraine and we condemn it and we voted against mm -hmm. it in the UN and etc. Uh, so in that sense, we're very clear. We also sent a lot of um, assistance to Ukraine. I think they're the only country who opened uh, how do you call it? field hospital. Hmm. We opened a field hospital in Ukraine. We treated 6,000 Ukrainians with Israeli doctors, with really um, building up this huge facility because we have this experience of military field hospitals. Yeah. 
so we did that and that was uh, very successful and we do a lot of also humanitarian aid we treat Ukrainian patients also in Israel <laughs> we brought children with cancer to Israel mm -hmm. we are also doing all kinds of uh, training uh, also psychological for mm -hmm. trauma how to deal with trauma mm -hmm. doctors so it's really across the board we we realized that we invested in aiding Ukraine uh, three times more than in any other country hmm. that we aid per per capita or per uh, just um, amount wise mm -hmm. like in total hmm. Yeah, so we're very, very invested in it. I don't know if you know, we, just, we also delivered radar systems for Ukraine. And we're working with them on early warning systems. Because in Israel, of course, we're very much used to early warning, uh, you know, all kinds of alerts and, and, and et cetera. So, so you, Israel gave three times more to Ukraine than any other country? That like, we aided. Yeah, like you know, we have our uh, aid agency, Mashal. More aid? You, you're not talking about military. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about oh, aid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's it's from the from the foreign ministry. Foreign ministry. Yeah. Do you give development aid to Latvia too? No, not, Latvia is not really a country that yeah. that is underdeveloped. It's, yes. it's a member of the EU. Yeah. Uh, as you can see around us. Yes. <laughs> They're doing quite well. What we do have is all kinds of cooperation, also when it comes to high tech, because Israel is considered yeah. the startup nation, you know, so we do it. Uh, we're trying to really share from our experience and also to explain about our very unique ecosystem, why it's working so well in Israel, which is quite special and it can't be really duplicated. Each country has its own, you know peculiarities, etc. So, but we do do all kinds of training and mentoring when it comes to a startup. And we have a lot of uh, agreements and cooperation, education, science, also yeah. welfare. Um, and in general, you know, Israeli embassies are really encouraged to be involved in the community. We believe, mm -hmm. as a religious professor, you mm -hmm. know that we believe in tikkun olam. Yes. You know, so we really believe we have to also aid the communities here. So, for example, when I just came here um, two years ago, we uh, did a very big project with Dod Pietze. If you know it, uh, Give Five. Yeah, yeah. But it was within Give Five campaign. Yes. It's like a um, charity campaign that they do, uh, and the radio was very much involved in it. Mm -hmm. And we donated 10,000 euros for people with special needs. And yeah. then we brought in also experts from Israel who spoke about what Israel is doing in this field. And we have a very big successful organization that's called Access Israel. Mm -hmm. They have been here also in the past. We're doing all kinds of cooperation, especially when it comes to special needs. Now we're having a delegation in September that deals with autism because we believe that autism, mm -hmm. if you have early detection, it's extremely useful because the brain is still flexible. In Latvia, they're less... Yes. Um, practicing these methods so we're having a delegation coming over so in all kinds of you know these social fields we're yes. also very active but i have to say um something about culture because yesterday um was a wonderful cultural day we signed an agreement with latvia on cooperation in culture education science youth <laughs> and sports 
which was wonderful, and we're hoping that this would also encourage more cooperation. And then we had here in Gesher Theater, which is one of the best Israeli theaters, mm -hmm. who came here, and they were performing in Dialus Theater, and that was a wonderful, so I just had to mention also. Okay. Culture activities, and that's very well-rooted, like, it's not like the industry really has to, we're kind of privileged in that way. People ask us, can you support this project? Can it? Because the relations and contacts are already there. Yeah. Did you, uh, there was a play, mm -hmm. um, this, it opened in May, about uh, <coughs> Victor Ar... Arias. Yes, Arias. Mm. I, I'm sure the play was in Latvian, but did you see the play? I didn't. Yeah, no, it, I didn't. I can't. Uh, I don't speak Latvian. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's quite extraordinary that they put this play on. I did. I. I think you're right. This is a part of a bigger discussion. Yeah. You know about Holocaust. Yes. Also, and about teaching Holocaust. Yes. I would also say, or even not teaching, but the the discussion about Holocaust mm -hmm. in society. And this is something that we work a lot on, I have to say, in the embassy. Because unfortunately, about 90%, 95%, I think, of the Jewish population who live mm -hmm. here, who were Latvian yes. citizens, were completely erased yeah. during the Holocaust. And how many people uh, did that? That was like. 90,000 people? Or no, no. Yeah, so 90. They were, I think, close to, like you said, 100,000. But many of them were also deported yeah. to Russia. So I think once the Germans were here and really Holocaust started, it was more closer to 70,000. Yeah. Because of the previous deportations. And uh, Victor Aras was one of the guilty people. And he, uh, what, what's painful, I think, is that he was Latvian. And it seems that his he got other Latvians to do this. Do you, yeah. do you think, uh, are Latvians educated about this? Do they know? I think they know to a certain extent. Latvians, um, they do teach about the Holocaust in mm -hmm. schools. But this is something we constantly raise that it's really up to the teacher. You know, mm -hmm. if the teacher is into the subject, then he would obviously expand and mm -hmm. he would teach very thoroughly. And if, um, I don't know, you're more concentrated on other topics, then it would be a very short paragraph, perhaps, uh, within mm -hmm. the lesson. And this is something we think is very important, first of all, because Holocaust happened also here in Latvia. Mm -hmm. It's not like uh, somewhere distant, you know? And, and these were Latvian citizens and also mm -hmm. Latvian citizens who took part in, in killing Latvian citizens. Mm -hmm. So I think after 50 years of uh, Russian occupation here, because you know, within the Russian, uh, the Soviet occupation, it was all victims of fascism. There were no Jews. There were no, mm -hmm. yep. no other. Everybody suffered, period. And the discussion wasn't able to evolve mm -hmm. during this period of time. Now that it's independent Latvia, I think there's a certain openness. From the mm -hmm. past two years I've been here, I see the discussion getting wider and wider. I can also say there are some very dedicated people here, Latvians, I mean, who really, it's important for them to teach about the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. We held a very big conference for a hundred Latvian teachers from all over Latvia about Holocaust education. And we had here experts from Yad Vashem, 
And we had also experts from Sweden. Sweden was at the time chairing the IRA, were chairing IRA. So they were involved with us. And Latvian Ministry of Education was our partners. And we managed to get here in Riga 100 teachers for two-day seminar on Holocaust education. And some of them were doing an amazing job, really, in teaching the students. And when was this? Um, this was in, was it? No, January. Ah, it was closer to Holocaust International. Yes. January 2023. No, I think it was, no, I, I have to remember the exact date. Uh -huh. Because we did several projects. We yeah. did several projects. Can you ask Marika the exact uh, date? I'll get back to you. Okay. So we did that. And then we also did on Holocaust International Day. I don't know if you know Mr. Vestermanis. No, it was January. It was? January 27th, okay. The seminar, not the one with Margaret Bechtelmans, the one with the Ministry of Culture and Is not... No, the one we did, I don't think it was 27. Mm -hmm. The one we did with, uh, with the Ministry of Education. And then we followed it up with, on the 27th. With the teachers? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, so we did, Malgus Verstelmanis is a local Jewish Holocaust survivor. He's now 96. Mm -hmm. He has an amazing memory. He was part of the historian committee. He lives here. He lives here. If ever you want to mm -hmm. meet him, I would highly recommend. He has amazing yeah. stories. And so he lives here. He was part of the historian committee that was established in Latvia after its independence to kind of write history the way Latvians uh, see it. Mm -hmm. So he was very active and he was speaking to audience and children and that's that's the event we did on the 27th. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so on the one hand, we have those amazing teachers who are very committed. On the other hand, we would like to achieve some kind of standardization when it comes mm -hmm. to Holocaust education. Mm -hmm. So this is something we're working here with the Ministry of Education because we feel it's it's very important and we feel it's it's important also for society, you know, to be aware and never let it happen again. Yeah, because a, a lot of Latvians, I, that my experience and yeah. from my mother's generation, they say um, we are just victims. They, yeah. Germans did it all. Yeah. And, and yet that's not the case. No. And that was here for a very long time, but I'm happy to say that when I meet Latvians here, they say, yes, we know also Latvians took part of it. Mm -hmm. They recognized that there were Latvian accomplices. Accomplices, yeah. Uh, thank you. Right. <laughs> they recognize it. To what extent it is known to public, to what extent it's, you know, widely discussed. And it, it's really, I find it to be very individual. Like some politicians here would very clearly say, yes, we were part of it. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry. But, and others would say, even those who took part, they were forced to. Yeah. You know? Yes. So I call it an ongoing, um, yeah, ongoing discussion. The, the president of Latvia is yeah. Jewish, right? He's Jewish from his father's side. Yeah. yeah. So what does he ever talk about this? He does. He talked about it. You know, in Latvia, they have um, two very significant days where they mark the Holocaust. The first is Fourth of July mm -hmm. every year, which is when um, they burned the synagogue with mm -hmm. Jews in it uh, in Latvia, 1941. And the second is Rumbula, mm -hmm. where, where so many thousands yes. of Jews were mur murdered in pits, you know, yes. and the ones who 
actually did it and, and accompanied them there were Latvian. Yes. Those were Latvian forces. From our, our I think, our Yes. So, so, so you have 4th of July. painful. Yeah, you have 4th of July, and then when is the... Eight, it's 30th of November, Rumbula. So right? two days that you, you remember two these events. Two days that yeah. Latvia remembers its events. Because you yes. know you have 27th of January, which is the International Holocaust Remembrance mm -hmm. Day. In Israel, we mark it in a completely different um, date. So this is the Latvian days. And president was in Rumbula, and he spoke there. Mm -hmm. Really, in Rumbula, you can see like the Latvian leadership. Yeah. Uh, really being their minister of, uh, mm -hmm. of defense was there last year, um, everybody, really. So it is there. I think, of course, there's more room to, yes. to, to discuss and open. And I mm -hmm. can also tell you that we were very privileged because we had um, President Levitz coming to Israel. Yeah. He came to Israel to mark our 30th anniversary. And when he was in Israel, he also went to Yad Vashem mm -hmm. and to the Holocaust Museum. Uh, that was a very emotional visit, I think, for everyone. Yeah. 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 Um, I know that Latvia, there is some bad things that happened in the 1990s. You had two bombings of the synagogue. Mm, that was a long time, yeah. In the 1990s. And also you had some former Latvian Legion soldiers making a march down the yeah. streets. Yeah. Um, but do you feel that that is gone, that part of? Well, I, I have to say that in Latvia, I think when it comes to, I don't know, anti-Semitism, mm -hmm. it's, it's very, very low. Like, yep. I think it, it exists, as in many countries, mm -hmm. but I don't see very public manifestations of anti-Semitism. I don't think the Latvian society will be accepting that, you know, mm -hmm. in this current, I don't know, atmosphere. I don't think that is done, but it exists. Yeah, it exists. Unfortunately, it exists everywhere. It exists yes. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, but it's not something that really raises raises its head and 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 active here. Yeah, I um when it comes to the Legion Parade, it takes place every year. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, Latvia has a law against using Nazi symbols. Mm -hmm. So those parades, they're not allowed to exhibit those symbols. Yep. And we do think it's something that is being um, um, like going, um, how should I say, minimizing yeah. each year. It's not gaining. But it's, more, it's those people are dying off too. Exactly. Yeah. And for them, and this is a difficult point, for them, uh, those people also fought the Soviets. Yeah. Uh -huh, that's... So, so for them, it's like they were protecting Latvia yeah. from Soviets. For us, yes. of course, those who, who collaborated with the Nazis, yeah. or those who took actual activity, there were some who also joined uh, happily mm -hmm. with the Nazis. Yeah. We think that should be very clearly condemned and, and yeah. you know, like flat out. Some we don't, we the... don't see 
room for understanding, you know. So. And well, and some of the legion were forced, please say. So some were forced, forced yeah. some joined, and some yeah. really collaborated. Yeah. collaborated and took active point, you know. So yeah. it's a very complicated story. When, when these people marched, do you have protesters come? Like Against the, the march? Legion, yeah. Um, I know that the, the last march there was someone who protested, but usually it's quite quiet, I think, yeah. and quite, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, so it, it's, maybe it's best not to publicize it. That's always, yeah. um... Because when you protest it, the exactly. media comes and the, yeah. So that's always, you know, you're thinking. Yeah. And we find that... Just in case I found the teachers in the Holocaust yeah. education, that was in October 20. October 2020. Yeah. Okay, October 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Do you do you go to synagogue? I go. I go especially on Jewish holidays. Yes. <laughs> you know? Which which one do you go to? So I go to everyone. Because I really feel it's part of my job as an ambassador mm -hmm. to go to all the synagogues that mm -hmm. invite me. So I go to Chabad synagogue, I go to the Orthodox synagogue, yeah. I go to the Yomala synagogue, yeah. and I, I, you know, I, we celebrate with them, I bring my family, yeah. and you know, I have to say the first time as an ambassador mm -hmm. that I participated in synagogue celebration, it was really moving. Mm -hmm. Because I'm used to, to the Israeli. Yeah part of it, but to see how communities preserve these traditions and how they do it in their own special way. I was really touched. I yeah. don't know. I thought it was... So I enjoy going. Yeah. Yeah. And being a part of it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, well, at least the observant Jews here in Riga are very strict. I noticed that. Yeah. Even when I went to the synagogue on sad, Saturday, which synagogue? Oh, Peitav, Peitav Shul. Ah, Peitav Shul. Yeah. 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 I I couldn't take notes. I said, you know, I wanted to go, I, uh, and I wanted to take some notes. No, you can't write. No, no, you can't write. Yes, I mean they're Orthodox, of course. Yes. Uh, they have a beautiful uh, synagogue. Yeah. Which I I really like, but. I also have to say I felt very welcome, you yeah. know, and I'm not a, an Orthodox, Orthodox Jew, right. I, I don't uh, cover my hair, yeah. I don't, uh, and I felt very welcome, and I, I, I didn't feel any, you know, kind of um, restricted or elsewhere, and of course, with, with each community, you try to respect their, their customs. Yeah. And tomorrow, there's going to be a, a concert at... Petav Shul synagogue, I heard. Ah, it's, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's the um, Chazan mm -hmm. um, Cantor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do these concerts, and they're also active, which I think is wonderful, and kind of reaching out. Because, just for example, uh, I visit, um, I don't the name, Kitty, our recent visit, outdoors, uh, when we did the exhibition, uh, I just forgot the name that we just went, me and Marika and... Uh, no, la two weeks ago, last week. No, 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 no. It's just completely... We went, it's close by to Riga. It's my old age. 
one minute. Balska, thank you. Yeah, so we went to Balska, which is a small municipality very close to Riga. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, they're very active in preserving the Jewish community memory in Balska. Mm -hmm. Balska was a city that some say 60%, some say 75%, so I'm not sure, was Jewish. Mm -hmm. And the Jewish community there really helped to develop the city because they were traders, mm -hmm. they were doctors, they were, so they, the city really was very, quite doing quite well. And then, of course, the Holocaust came mm -hmm. and uh, nobody almost left, I think. Maybe two people survived, yeah. like very tough. But they're very engaged. So they opened in Bauska their third edition of exhibition about the Jewish community. And the Jewish community in Riga, the Orthodox okay. Jewish community, contributed uh, all kinds of elements to their exhibition, uh, including like furniture, but also religious, um, you know, like tefillin mm -hmm. and sidul and Rabbi Kruber, which I'm sure you've yes, seen sure. Of show. So he explained to the audience what do you do with it? What does it mean? And I think that is a wonderful thing that they're doing, reaching out, you know, and saying, yeah. this might, you may not be familiar, but this is, you know, what we do as part of our prayer. Mm -hmm. And he explained about the talit and, yes. you know, the nuts in the talit. Yeah. And the, so I think they're really doing an, a wonderful job mm -hmm. and being Orthodox, but they're still open mm -hmm. for community and for reaching out. And of course they have the, um, Museum of Jews in Latvia within the community building. They do a lot of exhibition. School children's come there. Uh, and you know, there's a wonderful school here. I don't know if you visited. It's the Dubnov School. It's, it, uh, it's a public school. It, it's a private public, I would say, school because it's by the Jewish community, but they accept also non-Jews. Yeah. Uh, but they teach their Hebrew. And they teach um, about Israel mm -hmm. and its history. And in May, they did a wonderful ceremony of, you know, um, Israel's uh, Independence Day, mm -hmm. and also commemorating Israeli fallen soldiers. And I think, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing because I think it's also exposing the Latvian public. They're not all of Jewish families, yeah. but they go there because it's such a good school. If ever you get a chance, I would recommend you to visit because it's really wonderful. You go and on the walls you have Hebrew words. Wh which school is this? Dobnov. And it's in Riga? Yeah, it's in Riga. Is so, that where um, rabbis' kids go? Um, is it run by Chabad? Chabad? No, Chabad. no it's okay. by the Jewish community here. Okay. Chabad is different because they have yes. their own Jewish school. It's very orthodox. Very orthodox, right. So and it's write, only the name, for write the name of the... Dobnov. <clears throat> Dubnov. Okay. Ah, you can write because I don't know if I put if it's okay, first. Thank yeah. you. Okay. Yeah. And you know, I go there and people say, Shalom, Ambassador, Mashalom. Like, yeah. <laughs> so are you, do you have kids in the school? No. no. My kids, they go to the international school. Okay. Yeah. Because they're moving so much that they need one program yeah. which is more or less consistent, and only the international schools offer such yeah. such programs. Yes. Yeah. So it's very challenging for yes. diplomatic and, life. And the, don't, um, how how many years are you stationed here? Uh, three years. Basically, <laughs> our um, our term is for three years. Yes. Yeah. And you don't know where you're going next. I think I'll go to Israel. I know I'll go to Israel because um, 
I, I want my son to have his high school in Israel, mm -hmm. and then of course everybody goes to the army. Yeah. That's another challenge. Yeah. How do you... For three yeah. years, is it army? Boys for three years and girls for two years. Yeah, when I was in Guatemala, so many soldiers, uh, the Israeli soldiers, they they take a, a they know. travel afterwards, <laughs> and course. so they and Guatemala Guatemala has very friendly relations with Israel. Guatemala is Good. it was the deciding vote in 1949 to establish the state wow. of Israel, and they still they still they have, have very tight relations. It, lots of Israel development money goes to Guatemala. Uh, Israel Israel trains the Guatemalan military. Um, the president always visits Israel, um, and they so always vote in, fa in Israel's favor in the UN. <laughs> Guatemala is very pro-Israel, and so okay. Now you make me want to travel to Guatemala. Oh yeah, and lots you would of Israelis. Recommend? Yes, yeah. and it has the reputation of being a dangerous country. It is not. Okay. It is not a dangerous country, and not for foreigners. They they make sure foreigners are safe. But yeah. we went so we went to Guatemala City, and then we traveled to San Pedro, and we mm -hmm. stayed there for a month with my kids. Wonderful. They learned Spanish. Wonderful. But the store, the, the uh, restaurants, all the signs are you get a you get a Spanish menu and an Israeli <laughs> and a Hebrew menu because so many there are, there are four big hotels they're all owned by Israelis. I, we have that something similar. Like I traveled after my army service in yeah. South America, so I yes. really know what what you mean. Also there, there. In different locations, like Israeli hotels or places, we have Israeli breakfast, yes. Israeli menu. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I wrote an article about it in Wall Street Journal. You can I've oh. sent it to you. I think I sent it. Do you know Naftali from Wall Street Journal? Is he still there, Naftali? He was in Brussels when I was posted yeah. in Brussels. He was, I believe, Wall Street Journal. Yeah. Yeah. Report. I don't know if you met him. I have not met him. No. no. Okay. I would remember that name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's very nice. So, Good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, how old are your kids? I have four kids, so they're 14, almost 12, 10 and a half, 8 and a half. Okay, you've got a big family. <laughs> and uh, that's so unusual for Latvia. Yeah, Latvians are, yeah, they're, they're less, you know, into big families. Yeah. And so, people worry about Latvia's future because yeah. the aging population and yeah. Also a lot of young people go to Europe, go to other yeah, places. Yeah. Definitely. It's a big discussion, I think, also for Latvia, you know, yeah. to be more open to immigration. Or, yeah. you know, also their Latvian identity and Latvia for Latvians is very important for them. Yeah. So how do you do that? And how do you keep and make sure that population, you know... Although any anyone from Europe can immigrate here, right? Because it's in the... Basically, yes. It's in the... Because zone. it's an EU country. Yeah. yeah. So in the, within the EU, you can immigrate. Um, but, you know, I, I think that within the EU, there are some countries who are extremely attractive or, yeah. you know, they offer very high salaries mm -hmm. and, and, and etc. So maybe Latvia has less gained from that opportunity yeah. of being able to live everywhere because it's yeah. mostly been going out, not coming in. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's yeah. a big challenge for them. And how, how, how many people work in the Israeli embassy? We have around 20 people. Oh, that's a lot. I mean, it's everybody. 
I'm including, including like the staff, the, the people, the, the staff and drivers, you know, yeah. like security, etc. Yeah, yeah. But we're very happy because we have a rather full agenda, you <laughs> know, uh, in Latvia. So yeah, yeah, I feel quite privileged. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Being here. And have you visited Israel? I I was a. I have not visited since I was a, a small child, but I would love to go back there. I think, yeah, yeah. I think you should. I would love if I, I mean, this is a strange, you, you, you might find this a strange request, but my school is closing. It's very sad in the United States okay. where I teach. And I'm looking for, I'm actually looking for um, another job. And I don't know if this is crazy, but I would love to work like for the Israeli government in media relations or in the government, something like that. Or so you don't want to teach; you want to be more involved. I could. I, I would not, not. Teaching would be fine, but I also, if I could, if I could find something in media relations, that would be fine too. Interesting. Or maybe teaching would be fine too if I could teach like religious studies in in Israel. Well, then it really depends because we have all these universities, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it really depends where would you like to maybe approach. But I can, I, I, I need to really think about it also with uh, like people I know from the academia, how, how do yeah. they usually go about it? Because I'm not yes. sure. How, well, I how can send you my CV and then yeah. if, okay. you, if, if you can, if you know of anybody who, who knows about these things, you can just say this person. And you also write. I do write. So I do. you write in the Wall Street Journal. So let's yeah. say if you were posted in Israel, would you write for the Wall Street Journal? Well, you know, the Wall Street Journal is not hiring. Unfortunately, you know, to save money, we we they they I, I write articles, send it to them, and then they'll give me a stipend. You know, they give mm. me like four hundred dollars for an article. Yeah, and that's 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 the way they're doing it. They do have um, some reporters. Unfortunately, in America, um, the um, newspapers are not hiring because be, they're not fewer and fewer people are willing to pay for news. Mm. That's yeah, and so know, because of the online. internet and the online and, and everything's free. But even online now, they're starting to ask for you know yeah. monthly payments. Yeah, many of the articles that I want to read are blocked. Yes, unless you have subscriptions. Yes, so you know, so this is you know the the, the landscape is is changing. Yeah. But I, I would I would love to work in Israel or for yeah. for. You know, in in some capacity, if 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 there's an opportunity. Yeah. Also, ask the head of our kind of media person in the ministry because he's very yeah well connected both to government offices and to all kinds of reporters, mm -hmm. of course, and everybody. Maybe he will have an idea. I yeah. can ask him. Yes. So, um, but uh, but it, it's it. it yeah, because I, you know, I think of what is the next step for me, and and this yeah. this is exciting. It would be exciting for me. And you, you would consider moving to Israel? This is I fine. would consider. Maybe yeah. I could do it in New York because yeah. you know there's a big need there. But but yeah, I, I would I would consider it. I have kids, but they're they're older now. My, my oldest is going to college next year, oh, and um, yeah. so you know it might be it might be a, a time when I can yeah I do can your own. Yes, <laughs> I'm more mobile. Yeah. Oh, okay.
Are you in touch with the consulate in New York? I have not, but I... Because that's another angle yes. looking at it. Yeah. You know? Working with the consulate in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So... Do you have a card? Um, I, I hope so. I, you know, when I... Oh, I don't, but I, I do, I will give you, uh, I don't have, I didn't bring them. Okay, but Kitia has maybe your details, an yes, email no or, you, you have. Send it to me. Yeah, okay. so I will forward it, I have no idea what will okay. come out of it, no. it could be interesting, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I figure that you never know, because yeah, someone could look and say, wow, Why this not? is yeah. a good fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so, good. Yeah. So. Um, How long are you staying here? I'm going to leave on the second, so tomorrow okay. is my last day. Um, so I'm going to try to go to that concert that you told me oh, about, and I'll maybe I'll visit the, in I'll, the synagogue. I might visit the school as well. The school is ready. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so it's a Jewish school, but a lot of um, non-Jews go attend. Go attend because it's because it's, it's a very good school. It's private. School. Yeah. Yeah. But they're open, you know, like for yeah. But it's a very good school. So. And do most Latvians attend public schools? I think so. Yeah, I think most of them attend public schools. That's the main, I think, platform for education. Yeah. yeah. But it, it, I think education in Latvia, from what I understand, is quite high level. Their challenge is really finding teachers. Yeah. It's part of the whole population, I think, also issue that we touched upon. Yeah. Demography, but also people who are also in Israel. It's also a challenge to recruit teachers. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you. And it's it's been very nice meeting you. It's been nice meeting you. So I will yeah. I will send you my CV and it'll probably come in a couple of days because I'll send it for sure, you when, when you I get back. Yeah. And let us know when this is being uh, published. I will absolutely send it to you. It would be nice to, to see. And thank you for your interest. Yes. Great to see you. Interesting. Yeah.